Hi, my name is Umberto Mucci and this is We the Italian News a podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Friday, January 8, 2021. The data updated last night say that in Italy we have vaccinated 412,000 people, 0.68% of the population. The regions where, most, where the most people have been vaccinated are Lazio, followed by Veneto and Sicily. The ranking of the regions by percentage of vaccinations made compared to the doses delivered say that in the first three places from the top are Tuscany, Campania and Veneto. In the last three places from the bottom are Calabria, Lombardy and Sardinia. At the moment, Italy is in seventh place in the world for the number of people vaccinated, second in the EU after Germany, but first with respect to the percentage of population vaccinated. The anti-COVID vaccine of the American company Moderna has finally received the authorization to be distributed also in Europe. The first doses of Moderna vaccine will arrive in Italy next week. In the next three months will be available in Italy 1,300,000 doses, 100,000 in January, 600,000 in February and 600,000 in March. According to the Italian vaccine plan, the other two tranches of vials will arrive in the second and third quarter of 2021 respectively with 4.7 million doses at a time. With the contracts that have been signed so far, Italy will be able to vaccinate about 5% of the population by March and less than 20% by June. The situation could change with a green light from the European Agency for AstraZeneca's vaccine soon, but it is unlikely that the 40 million doses ordered by Italy of the AstraZeneca's vaccine will all be available in the first half of the year. It is equally unlikely that the additional supplies of Pfizer and Moderna contracted by Europe a few days ago will be delivered in advance. At the moment in Italy we are in a phase of stabilization of the curve that peaked at the end of November. The descent first showed, slowed, then stopped, and now an upward trend in the contagion is in sight. There is an increase of base low in admissions with symptoms in the number of beds occupied in intensive care units and in the number of positive cases. A study by researchers from Naples in Campania published in the Journal of Infection Control and Hospital Epidemiology of the University of Cambridge shows a gargling with hydrogen peroxide combined with a nasal spray and eye drops are effective in preventing and fighting the coronavirus infection in those who have few or no symptoms. The study is based on the daily observation of some patients who tested positive to the swab and then negative after undergoing the therapy that is based on three actions on the pathways of access of the virus in the body, mouth, nose and eyes. In order for the study of Neapolitan researchers to be transformed into a real protocol, it is necessary that it be scientifically tested on a large number uh, of patients and 200,000 euros are needed, 200,000 euros. The researchers turned to the Ministry of Health in Italy, which replied that, that yes, the study is scientifically, in, scientifically interesting, but that there are not enough resources, meaning not enough money, 200,000 euros, to make it a real protocol. Italy spends 870 billion euros a year, has a public debt of 2,587 billion euros, refuses to take 36 billion euros at zero interest funding from Europe to invest in, in health, but cannot find 200,000 euros to found a promising study to combat the coronavirus that has killed 77,000 Italians to date. Neapolitan researchers will do crowdfunding, but this is a disgrace. 
Italy is in first place in Europe for the number of agricultural business uh, running, run by young people. In spite of the worsening of the general economic trend caused by the health crisis, the under-35s are investing in the future in one of the most dynamic sectors, agriculture, so much so that analysts are talking about a historic return to the land, which is no longer considered the last resort, but rather a new container where dreams, projects and different skills, sometimes even far from those traditionally employed in the agricultural world, can converge. The ambitious goal that the European Union has set itself of achieving carbon neutrality by 2050 is pushing farmers to explore innovative technologies and opportunities by networking with operators in another key sector for decarbonization, the energy industry. On this, Italy is at the forefront of research to test some exceptional innovations. <clears throat> the first is the possibility of producing food in space, thus providing travelers on future mission to Mars with resources that would make them self-sufficient. The second is the production of energy from oil seeds. The meeting point between the agricultural world and the energy industry is the production of clean energy from oil seed crops. The third is vertical farming for self-production in the city. Vertical farming is the practice of self-production of food in vertically stacked structures capable of recreating environmental situations suitable for the growth of various types of plants and vegetables. The fourth is precision agriculture, a management strategy of agriculture that uses modern tools and technology. Among the most widely used are the GPS connected to the tractor or combined harvester of drones, thanks to which it is possible to obtain a large amount of data necessary for the correct management of the soil and plants to safeguard their health and increase their yield. The fifth is the anaerobic digester for the production of biogas, a small-scale biogas facility for co-generation of electricity and heat. These structures have low construction costs, high profitability, profitability minimal bureaucratic requirements and operate only with the manure of the barn and agro-industrial waste without the need to resort to biomass outside the company and without taking away crops instead intended for farm animals. Italy is the fourth largest producer of agriculture, uh, agricultural biogas after Germany, China and the United States. <coughs> now, I end this video with a delicate topic which concerns uh, the assault against the American Congress in Washington DC that the whole world was able to see two days ago. I'm not getting political, I'm not entering in any political topic. We Italian news is about Italy. And in fact, there is an Italian thing I have to tell you about those very ugly images. The leader of the criminals who violently broke into the Congress, and make no mistake, I'm not talking about who was protesting. I'm talking about the violent criminals who broke into the Congress. Well, the leader of these criminals, the guy with the horned helmet and the tattooed face, claims his name is Jake Angeli. In reality, his name is Jake Chansley, and nobody knows why he calls himself Angeli. There is no internet page, no audio or video interview, no document of any kind that says he is an Italian-American. But the Italian newspapers saw the name Angeli and automatically decided that the most famous criminal in the world at this moment is an Italian-American. Without controlling, without asking, without fact-checking, without informing themselves better. We the Italians, is doing everything possible, everything we can, to counteract this shameful disinformation. We have written to the newspapers and to the website, we have asked, asked to have our say, because our sources say that it is absolutely not true that he is Italian-American. 
I am ashamed of the fact that in such an ignorant way, the Italian-American community is offended by Italian media. While too often the many Italian-Americans who do exceptional things for America every day are ignored here in Italy, today the Italian newspapers have invented, unique in the world, an alleged and non-existent Italian-American ethnicity of this criminal. We are the only ones, we Italians, we are the only ones to do something. The little we can do and we will not stop. I want to apologize from Italy to all Italian Americans who do not deserve such superficiality and disregard from their motherland and is as if the stereotypes that have affected them for decades in America were not enough. We the Italians won't stop defending you even when you don't know it's necessary, because you didn't know anything about this, even when you don't know it's necessary to be defended, we won't stop to defend you, as in this case. Now, please stay safe and stay healthy. Please wear the mask. Please vaccinate yourself if you can. Please be safe. My name is Umberto Mucci. This was We The Italian News. I'll see you next Monday. Ciao from Rome.